0: Welcome to Future Forward Sales. I'm Lynn Whitbeck, founder and CEO of FutureForwardSales.com and Petite to Queen. Our superpower is empowering business owners to transform their sales and grow their business. We work with business owners who reject complacency and focus on innovative thinking to thrive. At the end of the show, in about 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing sales podcasts. Let's go.
1: Right now, we have the pleasure of having Natasha Miller of Entire Productions with us today. How are you doing, Natasha? I'm really good now that I'm talking to you. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, so sweet. Definitely sets the tone for this whole recording. So please tell us who you are and what does your company do?
2: So our company, Entire Productions, I created 20 years ago after being a classical violinist and a jazz Mm -hmm. vocalist and being booked so much. And now we are a full production event and entertainment booking company. And we do live in-person events before March, and uh, switched to virtual. Our clients are Google and Apple and Facebook and Salesforce. And um, it's been an amazing ride. Um, I'm not sure if this is a good time to tell you what I'm doing in the future. Maybe we can get to that later.
1: (laughs) Yes, we definitely will, because I know listeners won't want to hear about that. Absolutely. So you have the background as far as, you said, being a violinist and jazz. And so you took that in made a business with it, which is amazing. So how do you create fresh opportunities to best serve your customers? Right now, because of the pandemic,
2: Mm -hmm. we were really faced with trying to figure out a way to keep our business You know, going. The only way to keep a business going is that you have to have demand, right? So, all of our clients were doing in person events, and a lot of them. And it took them a little bit to wrap their heads around how long they're going to not be able to do in person. And so, it took a couple months for them to get on the virtual event um, roller coaster. And we were already there. As of March, we created a first-to-market show called The Entire Variety Show. And now all of our clients are having us program a variety show for them uh, virtually, which has just been amazing. So that is a fresh new offering mm-hmm. that came because of
1: this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so do you think like, basically being ready and that you made that transition as you know, an owner as a business kind of thing probably gave the confidence to your clients and your customers to follow suit, even if it took a little bit to do so. Yes, we definitely were leading the
0: way
2: because it was a knee-jerk reaction for me. I woke up March 17th and I realized that it's it was going to, you know, mm-hmm. it was going to be pretty dire. So I created something in that flight or fight moment mm. and then waited for them to come. And they did come. They would have been able, they would have had to transition to virtual anyway, whether I was leading the way or not. But um, I'm proud that we came up with a solution that is really good and everyone is really enjoying.
1: Great. I'm glad that transition was a- able to happen. So, like you said, you still have that demand, you still have that success. And so, how do you leverage flexibility then to think outside the box? You already have, and how do you continue to do so?
2: I I did, and I am doing in so many ways. So another thing our company did was we opened a new division in uh, promotional premium gifted items. So every one of our clients needs to buy stuff to gift uh, internally, but also to their speakers and to their Mm -hmm. attendees, sometimes with their logo on it, sometimes not. And so we created this new division and we did, I think, over $100,000 in sales with no startup costs in a month. I would have been too busy to do that before the pandemic, but all of a sudden I'm like, pandemic, let's do it all. I got it, (laughs) yeah.
1: (laughs) That is wonderful. So it really gave you more time. I mean, it served as an opportunity and I think that's where a lot of people are at where we're in these times. These are the circumstances. How are we going to leverage it? Do you know, I don't think... I really had
2: any more time because I had to spend all that time trying to figure out how to save my business. But what I had was space in my brain that I carved out Mm -hmm. and allowed to focus on these two things. So now we have two completely new divisions, virtual events, promotional branded gifted items. And when everyone starts to do in-person events, can you imagine it's going to double our business yes we're really excited Yeah, do without that. doing any additional marketing mm-hmm.
1: wow absolutely and so then what makes up your secret sauce to set you apart from the rest of the industry in the business or me as
2: as a ceo founder both if they're different please share they are different so as a ceo founder i think the differentiation is um I am ready. I'm actually my best, best self in a challenge. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, that's because probably of my experience growing up, which was not great. Mm -hmm. And this leads into the memoir that I uh, just finished and will be published next year. And so that gives me an upper edge. So when I'm faced with a challenge, the differentiation between me and other people that are CEO founders is I, I I fight it, I fix it, I move on,
1: mm. and
2: I move up. And yes. then as, as far as differentiation as a company, we have quite a few differentiating factors. Our, our industry of events and entertainment is not terribly sophisticated. But since 2012, I have had this very sophisticated system that I built within Salesforce that allowed us to do, for instance, 777 events in oh. one year, with two people in operations. And that's because we automated and controlled the input and the output of information on everything that was repeatable. Mm. And then everything that is high touch is high touch. So we do high, high end events, but we do many of them. Usually you're either luxury and few or volume and not so high end. High end,
1: right. Okay, so that's just one. That's one I'll give you. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of them. We'll just keep the secrets in the box. You know, <laughs> I love that. That's why that's the first time I've heard the difference between you know the CEO what sets you sets you apart and then the business because it really does take the CEO to have an edge as well in order yes, to have absolutely. that edge. Yeah. And so you mentioned the memoir. Please go into that about a book and a podcast coming out. Please go ahead, brag. tell us about it.
2: (laughs) So I started writing the book two years ago, um, the working title, and I don't know if it'll be published with this, but it's called Relentless Tenacity, Mm -hmm. My Journey from a Homeless Shelter to the Inc. 5000. Wow. Yeah, Mm. that pretty much says it all. Mm. But that book... I knew in my in the back of my head in the last couple of years of writing it that I wanted to have a course for entrepreneurs to sort of follow out of the book. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a professional speaker. Of course, I will speak when the book is released, but that's I don't want a career change into being a public speaker. Okay. But I do want to teach entrepreneurs, both brand new entrepreneurs and those making millions of dollars um, in the way that I was taught in the last five years, Mm. because really I was self-made up until five years ago. Then I studied at at Babson through the 10 K SB program and then a class at Harvard and then an entrepreneurial master's class at MIT. And I want to take everything that I learned from that, everything that I figured out myself, everything that I learned from mentors and advisors that made me not only, you know, an Inc 5,000 recipient, but a profitable Uh, company mm -hmm. and put that into play. And so I'm writing the course now. It'll launch next year. And then I'm creating a podcast and actually starting to interview people this week uh, for the podcast called Fascinating Entrepreneurs. Okay. So those three things are pretty big because it's all a learning curve. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm an expert in events and entertainment. I'm not an expert in teaching. I'm not an expert in creating or marketing a digital course, but you know what? I'm having a blast learning and becoming an expert.
1: Right. And it serves an example that. You don't have to just stay in your one lane or your one realm. It's you go out and you learn new things and you don't know who you're going to, what you're going to learn and who you're going to impact. And I think that's going to be a beautiful example for your clients, customers, podcast guests, book readers, everything. That is (laughs) so so exciting.
2: Yeah. One of the things I have been realizing is that I only thought I would be a performer for all Mm. of my life. Mm. I was going to be a classical violinist. Then I got to be a jazz vocalist. And really, I just thought that was it. Mm -hmm. But really it was informing me of what I'm doing now with entire productions. And guess what? All of those two things, performance, entire productions, is informing me and leading me to this next segment of
1: life. It's pretty cool. It is. That's very exciting. And so I know another thing as far as the future, you have some shows coming up, including a holiday concert. Please tell our listeners about those and how they can attend.
2: Yes. So I haven't performed live in five years. So after seven CDs and oh. usually performing concerts for 400 people or so, I put that to the side to really concentrate, but I'm doing a holiday concert on December 23rd. I'm not sure when this is going to air, but even if it airs after that, there'll be a link available. Um, but you can get tickets at my website, Mm natashamiller.co. And um, you can also download a freebie about how to find more profit in your business on that site. And um, my record label's URL is Mm poignantrecords.com. I've got a lot of things going on. But Uh honestly, when you go outside to, you know, go to meetings and go to work, that takes so much time. Mm -hmm. When you have to, like, figure out what to wear, that's another whole hour of getting
1: yourself looking all, you know, zhuzhed nice. up. Yeah. I've got a little time now. Hmm. Oh, that is uh, so amazing. So, so, so amazing. I get to see your energy that you're excited about it. You're looking forward to it. And so a lot of things coming in the future, but where do you see your business going in the next few years? What is your vision and how do you plan to accomplish that? You know, I had to lay off half of
2: my team oh. and it felt horrific to do so. But you know what feels great is the smaller team that I have six people they're all self managing, they're all kicking butt, and I like the smaller version of the company. Mm. So we're gonna continue to grow and scale. I want to grow my profitability, and within you know the smaller organization, our revenue will be different, mm-hmm. but it'll be more manageable okay and so I'm looking for i mean we have two new divisions our revenues will double when things start coming back to in-person. And, you know, eventually I may try to look at being able to make all of my employees an owner of the company or something to that effect to really give back to them and thank them for working their butts off during this time.
1: Right. So you completely acknowledge the fact that, you know, you are your company. You need those people, their help to get to where you are today and to continue to move forward. And I love that you just even have that, idea and expectation of where you're going to go to pay it for and pay it back to them yep awesome so where besides your website where are other good platforms for people to get more information just about you or if they just want to know about you watch you perform so yeah. great so i'm on facebook and
2: instagram and twitter And LinkedIn. So, Natasha Miller SF for San Francisco is my most common handle on those sites. And I'm pretty active on all of them. I think, you know, if this is airing before December 23rd, it would be so incredible for me to see um, people coming to that. You can get tickets for the tickets. I know I said that you could do. NatashaMiller.co, PoignantRecords.com, but mm-hmm. if you go to Eventbrite, it's Natasha Miller Holiday Concert. Okay,
1: amazing. Well, thank you so much, Natasha Miller again. NatashaMiller.co. So many things coming up in the future, and looking forward to seeing about all of that. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. It was really nice to meet you. You as well.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Future Forward Sales. If you are a business owner who rejects complacency and is driven to increase their sales and grow their business, and would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit futureforwardsales.com forward slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor? Share this episode on social media, then go ahead and subscribe give us a thumbs up, a rating, or a review. My name is Lynn Whitbeck, and I thank you again for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening.